Get ready to hear the truth about America on a show that's not immune to the facts with your host, Dan Bongino. Ladies and gentlemen, I've got another firework we found in the IG report, which is just full of gems and nuggets everywhere. Hat tip to all my great sources on it. We are going to blow up this whole story again. Got that. The impeachment vote that just passed 2317 for the fake hoax uh, impeachment, which is actually working as a fundraising mechanism for Donald Trump 2020 re-election, uh, <laughs> the re-election campaign at this point. <laughs> Big news out of the United Kingdom last night. A lot going on. And we will end the show today with another piece of stunning AOC video just when you thought. You saw the dumbest AOC video of the week. We have one that's even dumber, shockingly, so don't go anywhere. Welcome to the Dan Bongino Show. Producer Joe, how are you today? Fine, sir. Hey, I'm doing well, and it's Friday. And boy, I was waiting I for that. We need I'm that. So Can't do a Friday without the uh, Joe geez. Armacost intro, so which tired. will be heard in... Uh. And we got some special announcements coming up soon about the show, which will be heard uh, in other places, too. So a lot of great things coming up. Uh, all right, folks, let's get right to it. Yeah, Today's man. show brought to you by buddies at GenuCell. Ladies and gentlemen, only two weeks left for the Chamonix Christmas and holiday sale. Time's running out on Chamonix's best promotion of the year. Imagine the double chin and turkey neck. <laughs> Gone with the famous GenuCell Breakthrough Jawline Treatment with MDL Technology. From now until Christmas, get the classic GenuCell for eye bags and puffiness absolutely free, plus GenuCell's immediate effects for results in 12 hours. Look, 10, 15, even 20 years younger right before Woo! your eyes. Guaranteed a 100% of your money back. But your order today is even more special. Chamonix is partnering with Women Rising to give the same exact package you get to a woman seeking support and assistance from domestic violence. Go to GenuCell.com and enter Dan30 at checkout for an extra special discount. Your order today includes GenuCell XV anti-wrinkle treatment and will be upgraded to priority shipping for free. Order now and get a surprise luxury stocking stuffer just in time for Christmas Day. Get your GenuCell holiday package at GenuCell, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com. That's GenuCell.com. Use promo code Dan30 at checkout for an extra, extra special discount. Joe, let's go. I'm very excited about today's show. Rarely yeah, the night before when I'm flying on a plane back from New York, which I did. And I made my Hannity hit in Florida, by the way. Was up in New York. Fox and Friends in studio. Charity event for the Excellent Police Athletic oh, League up yeah. in New York. Jumped on a plane. Got back. Made it to the studio just in time to get on the air for Hannity from my <laughs> friend Kurt's studio in South Florida. Went home. Ate. Went to sleep at like one in the morning. Bang. Back up again doing the show I today. But I teased this little nugget. That. Good for you. I know you. Joe was like, Joe, you work. He was very complimentary, about, but I appreciate it. It's not easy. It's yeah, a whole no. lot of coffee and, uh, and, <laughs> and some other stuff. Legal, I promise. Don't worry. Okay. But you have to stay up and get busy all the time. I've got a killer show. Why are you looking at me over there? I've got a killer show for you today. Let me just get the lead out right away. Folks, the Horowitz Report actually debunks the entire Horowitz Report. <laughs> uh, what? What? Huh? Yes. The Horowitz report has said what? What have, what have the liberals have been telling you and their media hack bootlicking acolyte allies? What have they been telling you? The predication for this is all legitimate. The FBI story that they opened the spying operations to Donald Trump because of this tip from Australia about Papadopoulos's boozy, uh, you know, liaison with uh, with Alexander Downer in London. And he leaked that the Russians were trying to help the Trump campaign. That's what started this. Not the dossier, right? So just to be clear, yeah, liberal yeah. hacks, media hacks, that's the story, the official story. And the media is supposedly sticking to it. Horowitz said, yes, they're right. It was the Australians that tipped the FBI off that Papadopoulos may be working with the Russians. It was not the dossier. Why are they saying that? Why is Horowitz covering for them? I don't know why Horowitz is covering for them, but Horowitz's own report debunks that story. Let me be crystal clear before we start. The FBI, media hacks, and the Spygate conspirators are desperate to make you, America, believe that they did not start an investigation into Donald Trump because of a dossier Hillary Clinton paid for that was political information. No, no, no. This all started the spying because the Australians frightened oh. us into believing Papadopoulos was working with the Russians. Do you get this? Please right. tell me you get this. Okay, good. If Joe gets it, you get it. We We're all get good. it. Now, Horowitz's report, everybody said, listen, Michael Horowitz said, I have no reason to believe otherwise. Yeah, the predication mm -hmm. of the case was just fine and peachy. In other words, saying that, yeah, that friendly foreign government tip from the Australians, that's what really did it. It wasn't the dossier. Oh, is that a fact? 
Well, first, to show you how the media has played into this, because they're not serious journalists, journalism is absolutely dead. Uh, let's go back to the New York Times article where we first heard this leak. This is from a while ago that, yes, the Australians started this by giving us a tip about Papadopoulos working with the Russians. Look at this. Back in December of 2017, we first heard about this from the media, the New York Times. How the Russia inquiry began, a campaign aide talking about Papadopoulos, drinks and talks of political dirt. Okay, none of this is actually true. How did the New York Times get this in December of 2017? Yeah. They got it from their Spygate deep state co-conspirators who desperately wanted this story out in December of 2017 so you would be distracted and not know the real story that the reason the FBI spied on Trump is because Hillary told them to with the dossier. It's no more difficult than that. Pretty simple. You don't believe me that's what the New York Times piece says? Check out this nugget from the New York Times piece from the deep state leakers who were desperate to go, hey, look, squirrel. It wasn't the dossier. It was Papadopoulos. Quote, New York Times. The information that Mr. Papadopoulos gave to the Australians answers one of the lingering mysteries of the past year. What so alarmed American officials to provoke the FBI to open a counterintelligence investigation into the Trump campaign months before the presidential election? Listen to this doozy, Joe. It was not, as Mr. Trump and other politicians have alleged, a dossier compiled by a former British spy hired by a rival campaign. Instead, it was firsthand information from one of America's closest intelligence allies. Really? Is that true? Let me show you the little golden nugget. Jim, hat tip 279er. Guy's the best. This little nugget we found in the report that actually debunks that entire theory. Horowitz's own report debunks Horowitz's report that this is true. Let me show you this footnote. This is just devastating. Let me read this to you. Footnote 461. The only express direction we found that McCabe gave regarding the use of a confidential human source, in other words, a spy, concerned a former spy... FBI CHS, who contacted an FBI agent, an FBI field office in late July 2016 to listen to this, to report mm -hmm. information from a colleague who runs an investigative firm hired by two entities, the DNC, as well as another individual who was not named to explore Donald Trump's longstanding ties to Russian entities. We're going to come back to this, but come back to me here for a moment. There are so many nuggets in there, you have no idea. Let's distill out what's in that and why this completely annihilates Horowitz's own conclusion. And yet somehow Horowitz, who I'm really starting to have questions about, seems hesitant to tell you the dossier started this whole thing, covering up for these deep staters. What is going on here? First, a former spy, confidential human source in late July approached them with information from a colleague who runs an investigative firm hired by the DNC. Joe, um, wasn't Steele the hmm. investigative firm? It, Orbis, his hmm. company, was the one yeah. hired by the DNC? He was, yeah. right? Yeah, Orbis, yeah. So can we all agree that this sounds suspiciously like someone, another, another spy, amazingly, mm -hmm. approaching the FBI about information that it appears likely they're getting from Steele in late July. Joe, that's not possible. Mm. Because the FBI's official story, Joe, oh, yeah. is no, no, no. We didn't get the information from Steele until September 19th. Late July, September 19th. Late July, September 19th. Yeah. July, I'm Joe, again, as the audience ombudsman, July is before September. Correct? Think this through before you answer. It's a tough one. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yeah, yes, sure. Thank that. you. Yeah, okay. Thank Double you. jeopardy. Right. Yeah. Good. Got it. Very good. That's that's really detailed, uh, right. well-developed analysis. I appreciate Joe Anytime always coming through in the clutch like this. So Thanks. now we know the FBI, it's highly likely. In Horowitz's own report, footnote 461, which nobody's picked up on, but this show, because we have the best source network in the business, 
Nobody seems to have picked up on the fact that Horowitz's own report indicates that another spy hmm. approached the FBI with the information that appears, steals, that the FBI says they didn't get till September 19th. Now, Joe, why hmm. would the FBI lie about when they potentially got hold of Christopher Steele's information and the dossier information? Why would they lie about that? Ah, do tell. Do tell. Well, let's do a little timeline here. I must knock my right. computer off the desk there. We still got audio? Yes, we got audio. Excellent. Why would the FBI lie about that? Well, Joe, when did Crossfire Hurricane, the spying operation into Donald Trump, allegedly start? At least when is the formal on paper start date? It's July 31st of 2016. So, Joe, that would be an awfully convenient alibi mm. for the FBI, wouldn't it? Awfully yeah. convenient alibi for the FBI. That... We couldn't have opened the investigation because of the dossier and steel, Joe, because we didn't get the information until right. September 19th. But that's awfully strange. Can you put up that footnote again, footnote 461? Because this seems to sound awfully like another spy who, quote, contacted an FBI agent in a field office in late July to report information from a colleague who runs an investigative firm hired by two entities, the DNC, and the other entity is probably the Clinton campaign. Mm -hmm. That, wait, there's another? So let me get this straight. There's only two explanations to this, Armacost, right? Tell me if I'm wrong. Is the audience mm -hmm. on Buzzman? Go ahead. Either the DNC and Hillary Clinton hired Christopher Steele, who went to the FBI through another colleague in July of 2016, or, or another spy gave word about Christopher Steele's information in 2016, in July, and the FBI knew about it. Or there's actually another firm out there, in addition to Steele, digging up more bogus information. Do you understand? Mm. One or yeah. two, one or two, either one of those stories is yeah. a total show. And completely destroyed. Let me read more while this is up. The former CHS, which is, again, code for spy, also gave the FBI agent a list of, quote, individuals and entities who have surfaced in the investigative firm. Again, is that Steele's firm? In their examination. The former CHS describes as mostly public source material, which matches Joe, by the way, exactly what Steele's firm produced. All right. Now, this is where this gets, folks, This, I promise you, this is only going to get better. And by better, I mean worse for the Democrats. Listen to this one. Some of you will put this together as I start to read. Remember the dates. Investigation starts July 31st on paper with the FBI. The FBI swears up and down they did not get Steele's information until September 19th. Listen to this quote from this footnote 461. In mid-September 2016, Wow, that kind of sounds like September yeah. 19th, Joe. In mid-September 2016, Andrew McCabe tells an FBI agent to instruct the FBI agent from the field office who was dealing with the spy, giving them the information that appears to be from Steele, Joe, not to have any further contact with the former spy and, and listen to this one, and not to accept any information regarding the Crossfire Hurricane investigation. What the heck is going on here? Jeez, man. Okay. Let me just tell you what I think is going on. Yeah, please. Wait, wait. Put that footnote up one more time. I want to just go to the beginning. I want to read the beginning of the footnote now because this will make sense once I read the beginning. I want to read the beginning first, though. All right. The only express direction the IG found Andrew McCabe Gabe regarding the use of spies, CHSs, in this investigation concern this guy who contacts the FBI in July with what appears to be Steele's information. The FBI swears it didn't get till September. So the only direction the IG found Andrew McCabe, the deputy director, gave the agents about spies on the Trump campaign is not to deal with this guy anymore as of September 2019. Paul, I need you to put the ombudsman hat on here too. Ladies and gentlemen, let's yeah, okay. walk through what likely happened here. The FBI in September starts to figure out they have nothing on Carter Page. They have nothing on Flynn and they have nothing on Papadopoulos. They haven't even opened the FISA yet. They start to panic. They realize they're going to have to open up a FISA. They go back to their insurance policy, which is going to be opening up a FISA on Page, insisting he's been dealing with Russians. 
Remember, the FISA doesn't start till October. That's right. Okay. They can't say Page has been dealing with Russians, Joe. Why? Because Page's dealings with Russians have been at the behest of the U.S. government, of us. whilst yeah. Page is working with the CIA. The FBI manipulates and doctors an email, the insurance policy, to go get a FISA warrant on Page, saying that his contacts with the CIA, with the Russians, were not due to the CIA sourcing. When they were, they right. manipulate the evidence in a criminal act to spy on Carter Page. They know now that their original dossier story is falling apart because they're looking into this dossier, which I'm telling you they now have in July. They said they didn't get till September. They know it's bunk. They're probably checking with their CIA counterparts and figuring out everything they base their information on is garbage. So you may say, well, why go up on a wire then in October? Because folks, they are insistent that once they get up on a wire, they really believe this collusion hoax, that they're going to find evidence. Remember, they're manufacturing a crime. They don't have one. That they're going to find evidence of Trump colluding with the Russians because they still believe this happened. They still believe this, these idiots. So they manufacture this case. McCabe realizes now, remember, it's September. Follow me. He realizes in mid-September that he's going to need an excuse to start this investigation. So he says, hey, let's go back and use that tip we got back in May. Because remember, I'm sure they have the Alexander Downer cable. The cable Alexander Downer that the Australians sent to the Australian embassy is in May, on May 11th, right after the meeting with Papadopoulos. The FBI insists they didn't get wind of that cable to, or, or the Downer Papadopoulos meeting until July. Folks, that is total BS. I said to you in the show, was it yesterday or the day before, that the text messages on May 11th between Stroke and Page clearly indicate that something happened that day on May 11th with the State Department and the FBI. I'm telling you what happened. They got wind of the cable to the Australian embassy about the Downer Papadopoulos meeting. They know about it. They don't think anything of it right away because it's a BS meeting. As the dossier falls apart in September and October, somebody comes up with the bright idea. Hey, let's go back and say we opened this investigation because of the tip from Australia. We intercepted in May, but we said we got in July. Why would you have to say you got it in July? Because we opened the investigation July 31st. What convenient timing that would be, right? We can say we opened it because of this friendly foreign government tip. We really got in May. We'll just say we got it in July. Someone says, Andy, we got a problem. If we're going to insist we open the case because of this tip from Australia, not the dossier, then we're going to have to pretend we didn't get the steel dossier till September. Okay, let's just tell them we got it September 19th. Andy, there's another problem. Andy, Andy, come on. Remember that spy who approached us all the way back? All the way back in July and gave us information that sounds an awful lot like Steele's information? Remember that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're not going to have any more dealing with him. Matter of fact, you're going to cut him off. Why would you cut him off? Because they're covering their tracks. You're to have no more contact with that spy? Why? He's providing valuable information about the dossier you used to spy on Page because they're trying to tell you that's not why they're spying on Page. They're trying to tell you they're doing it because of a downer tip they received in July that started the case in July when they really received it in May. That was the insurance policy, this whole scheme. The only time, the only direction Andy McCabe ever gives his agents regarding the use of spies in the campaign is to not talk to a spy they were talking to in late July, right around the time, September 19th, when they say they first get Steele's information. Joe, by your silence, I can sense you're a little confused. Uh, information overload, dude. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just, that's why I need you here. Paula, what do you think? A little confusing? Okay. I mean, Let me walk you through the timeline. Okie dokes. It's a, it's a gem. Remember what we're talking about. Keep this all in perspective. This footnote clearly indicates that Horowitz's conclusion that the FBI opened the case because of the downer tip about Papadopoulos, this footnote destroys that story. Ah. 
The FBI is interviewed by Horowitz and they clearly indicate that they were investigating in late July mm. information that appears to be steals that they got from a spy. Maybe a colleague of Steele, whoever it may be. We don't know who it is yet. I have my suspicions. But that's not possible, Joe. Because Horowitz is telling us that they didn't get the information from Steele until September. So how the hell are they talking to a spy about what appears to be Steele in July? Okay. Does that part make sense? That makes sense. Now, it's clear as day they're lying about why they opened this case. I threw in some extra information, but none of that changed. The footnote clearly lays out that the FBI was dealing with a source who was likely dealing with steel that fits all the descriptors in July. But that's not what they said. The FBI keeps telling us that they dealt with steel in September, September 19th. So September 19th, when they finally make contact or they say they make contact with Steele, remember what they're trying to do, Joe. The FBI is trying to develop a cover story about why they started this case because they can't let the public know they started the case because Hillary paid them to. Right. They need any other reason. Okay. So somebody in mid-September makes contact with Steele about information it appears they've already had the whole time. <laughs> This spy, Andy McCabe, says immediately stop talking to this guy. Why? Because they've made the decision earlier that they're going to lie to the public and say they didn't get the information until September. But the spy knows he's been telling him the information since July. So McCabe's like, don't talk to him anymore. Or her. Don't talk to him anymore. Because we're going to tell the public we started this because of the downer tip. Okay. Which we're going to say we got in July, although it's clear from the text messages, pretty clear, Mm -hmm. that they probably know about the downer meeting with Papadopoulos right after it happened. Right after it It happens on May 10th. On May 11th, a cable is sent. I'm sure the government knows about this because of the way they're texting the U.S. government. That's better. Yeah. This was all a hoax. This whole thing is BS. The only instruction McCabe gives about the use of spies in the most important counterintelligence scandal in U.S. history, the only direction is to not use one in September because they don't want this guy's information out there. They don't want the public to know that they had steel stuff probably at at, at the latest in July Mm. because they're telling you they got it in September. And they're telling you they got it in September Because they opened the case July 31st. And therefore, if they opened the case July 31st and they only made contact with Steele in September, it couldn't have been Hillary's information that opened it. Yes, it had to be the friendly foreign government tip we got from the Australians, which we got in July, which they really got in May. (laughs) This footnote is probably, of all the fireworks in this report, This footnote is the most explosive. This is the M80 blockbuster in here because it debunks Horowitz's own theory that the FBI is telling the truth about why they opened the case. We opened it because of the government tip. We didn't have steel stuff till September. Um, This footnote says you had it clearly. Right. Or something that certainly looks like it in July. Right, right, right. Okay. Put up the footnote again one last time before we move on. Thank you, Dano. Yeah. What right, other company is, if they're not talking about Steele and an FBI agent dealing All with right. a spy talking about Steele's information, then who is a colleague of the spy who runs it? This is a quote who runs an investigative firm hired by two entities, the DNC, as well as another individual who's not named to explore Donald Trump's ties to Russian entities. Folks, who is that other than Steele or Orbis? Are you telling me there's another company out there the DNC hired other than Steele that was doing the exact same thing? Uh Again, that story would be even worse. There's two companies? There's not two companies. This is clearly Steele's company. It's not possible. We didn't contact Steele until September. We didn't open the case because of Steele. We didn't contact him until after we opened the case. Yeah. I'm much more comfortable right, I gotta now, I got to take dude. a breather. Yeah, thank you. You got. I know, yeah. it's complicated. And, it and I, I get it how the May 11 thing, if you didn't listen to the show about 
the downer tip and the May 11 text messages, it may be a little distracting. Don't get distracted by that. The simple point is very easy to understand. Eh. The story that the dossier was not the initiator of the case, that it was this tip from the friendly foreign government of Australia, because they don't want you to know Hillary's information that she paid for started the biggest spying scandal in U.S. history is total garbage. And Horowitz's own report buried yes. in the footnotes debunks Horowitz's own report and the FBI story. Paula, how does that sound to you? You get it? You sure? Good. All right. All right, let me move on. Our second spot. I got a lot to get to. There's more here. Some devastating stuff. Got that. Uh, this AOC video is priceless, too. I want to leave you on a Friday with a smile because you will. <laughs> this one's just so pathetic. It's bad. All right, today's show brought to you by buddies at Brick House Nutrition. Ladies and gentlemen, I got a friend over today helping me out around the house, flew down with me. And uh, he said to me, You know, I use a lot of your sponsors. I said, Listen, if you're not using Brick House Nutrition and their nutrition products, you're making a huge mistake. Folks, the finest nutrition supplement I've ever tried, hands down, no questions asked, not even a close second. There's a lot of good stuff out there. But I say this with no hesitancy at all. Hesitancy at all. Brickhouse Nutrition's foundation is the best product out there. Why? Because it does a number of things. It makes you look better. It makes you feel better. And it makes you perform better. I can, I can personally attest to this. What is it? Foundation is a creatine ATP blend. It's the equivalent of having two extra gas tanks in the gym and in your life. It's not like caffeine or or these, these stimulants that after an hour or so, you're like, oh, you crash. It's not what any of this does. Creatine and ATP are phosphagens. It's an energy source for your body, a powerful, powerful energy source. You will perform better when you have good, solid amounts of it in your body, but you won't only perform better. Creatine and the ATP blend they have in foundation has a nice little effect I'm going to say side because it's not a side effect. Side effect always has a negative. This is an effect. When it gets into your muscles, the creatine and the ATP, it has a loading effect in the muscles, a volumization effect. What does that mean? It makes your muscles look harder and look better. You will look better. I All I ask for Brickhouse Nutrition, all I ask <clears throat> is take the mirror test. Look in the mirror. Take a little mental snapshot of what you look like. Yeah. You know what you look like. Yeah. Let it load. <laughs> You're good. Let it load for about seven days. Seven days. If Joe yeah. Biden was doing it, seven days. Let it load in your system. Take another mental snapshot seven days later. You're going to be like, damn, that looks good. Ooh. Right, Paula? <laughs> yeah. Thank you. It is great. <laughs> and I ask you again, go do some push-ups, squats, bench press, flies, whatever you're doing, lat pull-downs. Take a little note. Take a note how many you do. Come back seven days later. Your performance will be through the roof. Go try it now, BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Go buy foundation today. Get it before the holidays. Look your best for the holidays, especially with those New Year's resolutions coming up. BrickHouseNutrition.com slash Dan. Pick up a bottle of foundation today. All right. Folks, that, I'm very proud of the work that a lot of my sources done. Again, 279 and others. And that footnote, nobody. No, I've not seen anybody covering that. I not could be wrong. Yeah. There's a lot of great, great Twitter investigators who may be on it, but footnote 461 absolutely destroys, debunks, and discredits every single thing you've been told by the media. We didn't have the Steele dossier until September. Really? That sounds awfully suspicious. You were talking to a guy who sounds awfully like a guy who knows Steele in July. That's crazy, isn't it? Again, you won't get any of that anywhere else. I'm actually stunned. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not kidding. Because I, I'd rather not be first. I'd rather come in and put together and collate the information and give you kind of executive summaries of what's going on because I have an hour. Amazing, amazing footnote. Okay, moving on. Folks, Glenn Greenwald is, believe me, the farthest thing from a conservative you're ever going to meet. But Glenn Greenwald has been entirely consistent in principle over the years in his uh, pursuit of nailing down civil liberties violations. Love him or hate him. Glenn Greenwald, who writes over at The Intercept, he was over the, all over the Snowden stuff. You cannot knock the guy on principles. You knock him, you can say you disagree with him. I understand. The guy has been principled from day one. He wrote a devastating, and I mean devastating, this guy's not a conservative at all, takedown of the media and the Spygate co-conspirators. I'm telling you of the articles I put in the show notes this week, please go to the show notes. If you want to follow us on Twitter, we're at DB Show Notes. You can read them on Twitter or you just go to Bongino.com or as I always humbly ask, 
Just subscribe to our newsletter. I will email you these articles every day. We put a lot of work into it to get it together. Bongino.com slash newsletter. Simple as that. We'll email you them every morning. This one is worth your time. Please read this in the show notes today. The title of the article by Glenn Greenwald is the Inspector General's report on 2016 FBI spying reveals a scandal of historic magnitude, not only for the FBI, but also for the U.S. media. Candidly, folks, there are so many gems in here. I can't go through the whole thing. And in the interest of time, because there's a lot more to get to, I want to get to just one that I mentioned on Hannity last night during my appearance. It was a brief one. But that Greenwald, the way he writes about this specific, scandalous, disgusting piece of information is, is worth repeating. Let me get to this quote from the piece. This is worth your time, folks. Quote, Glenn Greenwald in 2017, the FBI decided to seek reauthorization of the FISA warrant to continue to spy on Page and sought and obtained it three times in January, April, and June. Not only, according to the IG report, did the FBI repeat all of the seven significant inaccuracies and omissions. So folks, just to be clear on this, the FBI in the original October FISA they're saying they started because of the Australia tip. We now know it was because of the dossier. There were seven major omissions and basically lies. I, the GIG calls them, quote, inaccuracies. Get a load of this, though. Greenwald. But the FBI, Joe, added 10 additional major inaccuracies oh. in, in the additional three renewals. Wow. I guess seven lies weren't good enough. They had to layer <laughs> 10 more on. Quote, <laughs> As the IG report puts it, this is a direct quote. In addition to repeating the seven significant errors contained in the first FISA and outlined above, we identified 10 additional significant errors in the three renewals based upon information known to the FBI after the first application and before one or more of the renewals. <sighs> what? You know, there's that Taylor Swift song. Is it 16? Because when you're 16, we need to change that. We need a new version of that. Because when you're lying 17 times <laughs> in a FISA, ten that was? She doesn't like my song. I, I, I'm all right. My singing's not that great. Because when you're lying 17 times in the FISA, 17 times? I just repeated it just to annoy her. I love my wife, but sometimes I like to poke her a little bit. Well, that probably came out wrong. I'm talking about humor, you dirty minds out there. Seven lies, seven lies, Joe Biden math, seven lies. <laughs> and then you add 10 more in. Because when you're, you need 17 in there. This, Joe, the original seven weren't good yeah. enough. The original seven, no good. We need, folks, 10 more, 10 more lies just to make sure We've absolutely firmed up this house of lies. We need to add in 10 more. It's like buttressing a roof in Florida so it doesn't come off in a Cat 5 hurricane. It's not good for a couple cross braces. Let's get 10 more in there. Seven aren't good. Folks, you only need two. Like my house. They built this attic. You know, this house could su survive like a Category 72 hurricane. You can't even get in my attic. There's so many crossbars. This is it. Yeah, so the, you're buttressing the roof of your FISA lie with seven lies. Get 10 more in there, folks. We need 10 more. Put that piece up again, because there's another paragraph. This is even this gets even better. What did I tell you about the January meeting? We broke that here, what, six, seven months ago? They meet with Steele's spy in January, his source, and the source tells him this is all garbage, all of it. <laughs> and they renew it anyway and add 10 more lies. Listen, uh, quote, Greenwald, among the most significant new acts of deceit, was that the FBI omitted the fact that Steele's primary subsource, this is about the meeting in January I told you about, who the FBI found credible, had made statements in January of 2017, listen to this, folks, raising significant questions about the reliability of the allegations included in the FISA applications, including, for example, that he did not recall any discussion with person one concerning WikiLeaks, WikiLeaks bunk, there was, quote, nothing bad about the communications with the Kremlin and the Trump team. Wow, that's a doozy. Right. And that he did not report to Steele in July of 2016 that Page had met with Sechin. That's about the bribe, the Rosneft bribe, the only crime alleged in the dossier. So Steele's primary source, the FBI interviews him in January, 
says basically the whole dossier is garbage, the whole thing, and they renew it three more times to spy on an innocent American, and they add 10 more lies in just in case. That's right, Dan. We're going to lie about it. We're just going to lie about it and not worry about a damn thing there, Dan. I, I, I guess so, Cletus. I guess so, because I don't That's know it. what they were thinking. And, but, Joe, listen, the, yeah. Cletus, take a yeah. breather here, because no. Horowitz told us there's no political bias. So, Cletus, calm down. All calm right, down with your Bush League analysis. There's no right. political bias here, folks. None. No bias, Joe. Well, this we was about all that too, Dan. I, 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 <laughs> yeah. I, I guess so. Are you suggesting to me if it wasn't bias, it was what? <laughs> what? I mean, Horowitz, listen, man. Again, I'm not trying to pile on you. I don't know right. the guy. Right. Can you remove your head from your rectum for two minutes? What is your suggestion as to why this would happen? It wasn't bias. Well, what the hell was it? I, uh, an intelligence quotient of 42? Listen, ladies and gentlemen, I applied to the FBI. It's difficult to get in there. These people who were doing this were not dumb. It may give you some pleasure to say, oh, these people are idiots. They were not. But do you understand that story is even worse? Because if their excuse is, well, we're just, well, golly, we're just really stupid. <laughs> and Cletus isn't working out either. No. Then what's the other explanation? That they knowingly, willfully, committed potential federal crimes to spy on innocent Americans. Which, ladies and gentlemen, looks to clearly be the story du jour. And where's the media on this besides Glenn Greenwald? Nowhere. Folks, I'm telling you, this piece is full of gems. It's not that long, maybe a thousand words. It is worth your time. It'll be up in the show notes again. You can follow us on Twitter at DB Show Notes. Um, it's also highlighted at the Bongino Report, the conservative alternative to the Drudge Report at BonginoReport.com and in the show notes. I'm, I really, again, please read it because it is not from a conservative. In other words, Joe, there is legitimately no political bias in Greenwald's article because mm -hmm. he's politically, whatever, biased in the other direction. He's not a conservative. Right. And he's dismantling the Spygate co-conspirators and the media lunatics who supported them. All right, let me go to our final sponsor because I got a lot more, a lot more to get to. Because ladies and gentlemen, as I predicted, by the way, or I should say not predicted, but wrote about in my book, Exonerated, how they've done this collusion thing before. Stunningly, stunningly. They're doing this again. You're never going to believe this. They're doing, you may say, no way. They're doing the collusion thing. Yep. Get ready. All right. Hold on. Final sponsor of the day. Another great sponsor. We really appreciate them advertising on the Dan Bongino show. Policy genius. Policy genius. We love policy genius. Ladies and gentlemen, it's December. And as much as we love seasons and the holidays and this time of year, this month could be a bit stressful too. We know that. We've got a long list of things to do, people to shop for. If life insurance is one of the things way down your list, Policy Genius can help you cross that off the list today. They'll find you the right life insurance at the best price, and they do all the work to help you get covered. Policy Genius, Policy Genius, easy. Policy Genius makes finding the right life insurance a breeze in just minutes. Compare quotes from top insurers to find the best price for you. You're not going to spend all day shopping around. You could save $1,500 or more a year by using Policy Genius to compare life insurance policies. Once you apply, the Policy Genius team will handle all the paperwork and red tape. And Policy Genius doesn't just make life insurance easy. No, there's more. They can also help you find the right home and auto insurance or disability insurance too. Folks, if you need life insurance but aren't sure where to start, start at policygenius.com. It takes just a few minutes. Stop wasting time elsewhere to find the right life insurance policy. Apply and cross another thing off your to-do list. It's important. Policygenius.com. When it comes to life insurance, get it right. Policygenius.com. Thank you for supporting uh, the show. We appreciate them being here. We really appreciate you supporting our sponsors. Thanks for your patience. Policygenius.com. Okay. Stunningly. And I, I mean, even I'm kind of stunned by this one, Joe. They are trying the collusion hoax 
again. Now, Joe, I didn't tell you, we didn't talk about this before the show, right? Someone sent me, this no. wasn't you, right? So you don't know what's coming, right? No, I don't know what's coming. I want to get your genuine reaction because this is just, I, I mean, the information in this is amazing. Let me just give you a little background first. If you haven't picked up my book yet, Exonerated, I would appreciate it if you, if, if you, if you don't mind. It's, it's, we put a lot of work into it. It's called Exonerated, The Failed Takedown of Donald J. Trump by the Swamp. Uh, it's on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, bookstores everywhere. Exonerated by me, Dan Bongino. And in the book, we have a bombshell in there that um, I'm not sure a lot of you are aware of. Uh, hat tip to Sarah Carter and other journalists who'd covered it in the past, John Solomon and others. Ladies and gentlemen, the whole so-and-so colluded with the Russians. You may say to yourself, oh, yeah, that started with Donald Trump, right? The, 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 the liberals said, oh, Trump colluded with the Russians. No, that did not start with Donald Trump. Folks, they tried this before. They tried mm -hmm. it on John McCain. My book lays out mm -hmm. stunning information about how this McCain colluded with the Russians. It's all been tried before. Now it got shut down because George W. Bush was the president while John McCain was running against Barack Obama and Bush didn't allow the CIA to be weaponized to advance this hoax. Right. Remember covering this. Folks, mm -hmm. in detail. Yeah. They're actually trying this thing again after they just got nailed to the wall by the IG report. Lies, omissions, bogus subsources, fake information. 17 lies over four applications to spy on innocent Americans. So last night, there was a huge, huge upset in the United Kingdom. I don't want to say upset in that Boris Johnson won and the conservatives over there, but Boris Johnson won and won. Uh, they, they, they won seats in parliament far past what anybody expected. They're, they're not really like hard conservatives, but they're, they're supposed to be conservatives. You get the point. Look at, you're never going to believe this article that appears. Look at this in The Guardian. Again, I, I hate to put this in the show notes, but you're never going to believe this. This is an actual, this is not The Onion. Look at these two dip. Glenn Simpson and Peter Frisch wrote this article. Who are those two? <laughs> the guys, yeah. the Fusion GPS guys, right. the fake hoax dossier guys. This is a real article. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash Bongino, you can read ahead. The Guardian, Britain needs its own Mueller report on Russian interference. The oh. Glenn Simpson and Peter Frisch. This is real. This is a real piece. Paula, put up the, put up the screenshot, but this is not a joke. These two numbskulls who just got nailed to the wall with Fusion GPS for a bogus dossier that created the biggest political spying scandal in American history on a fake blank colluded with the Russians, in this case, Trump, that they tried before on McCain and others, are the day after the UK election are trying it again. Look at this from the piece. This is unbelievable. This is unreal. I cannot believe we are living in bizarro Superman world right now. Quote, Glenn Simpson, Peter Frisch. The British political system has become thoroughly compromised by Russian influence. Don't get this off the screen. I'm, I'm not even reading anymore. I'm not even reading anymore. Maybe, uh, the Guardian actually published these two numbnuts who have just been nailed to the wall for major league fabrications of the highest order. The Guardian publishes the same collusion hoax again. I swear on my life, this is not fake. That is a real article. How is the entire globe in unison not laughing at the same time at The Guardian for publishing these two zero credibility numbskulls on the same collusion hoax again for the third time? Read my book for the first time and the second time. Now you can add this. Number three, maybe I'll have to do a third book on this Spygate thing. I, I can't believe it. I uh, really, I, read the article. It's hysterical. It's the same stuff again. Conflating Russian efforts to interfere in foreign countries' elections. Folks, which for the, Joe, 50th, 60th time uh, on the show, happens every election. Point stipulated. Yeah. Russians don't like us. 
They interfere every time. They are not our friends. P-E-R-I-O-D-F-U-L-L-S-T-O-P. Period. Nobody is questioning that. But now you're going back again to inferring that conservatives, in this case, Boris Johnson, not Trump, is that one you already got humiliated on? You're going back to the well for the third time? Oh, my gosh. And the media will suck this up again. Folks, they are legitimately that stupid. All right. A lot more to get to. Stack show. Loaded. Comey the snake strikes again. Oh! Again. Comey, this guy, I mean, if, as if it can't get any worse. Check out the story to Washington Examiner. Again, in the show notes today, please read it. Look at this absolute snake. Jerry Dunleavy does great work at the Washington Examiner. Bill Barr. Comey's refusal to reinstate his security clearance is creating a problem in the FISA investigation. Of course, because Jim Comey's whole tenure at the FBI was a problem. And his whole, really, Jim Comey's dedicated his life now to creating problems for the U.S. government. What is this about? The attorney general clearly wants to question Jim Comey regarding his activities in this major scandal. Why did the FBI lie seven times, layer 10 more lies on to spy on an innocent American when they knew the case was bunk because the FBI in January interviewed steel sources who said the case was bunk? Well, what's the problem? Well, they want to interview Comey, Joe. Well, in order to interview Comey, they have to show him classified information. Right. In order to show him classified information, they have to reinstate his security clearance. Snake Jim Comey, sleazy Jim has said, because he's underst- he knows how to weasel his way out of everything, Jim Comey, because he's clever. He's malicious, he's engaged in malfeasance, but he's clever. Jim said, no, no, I don't want my security clearance. No, no, Jim, we need you because we have to show you this information. So, Because if we show you the information, then we can question you about what your decisions were. No, I'm not interested. snake but don't again joe this guy's the pinnacle of ethics and honesty Mm -hmm. just ask him if he's if he did if as he insists sleazy jim comey that he's done nothing wrong as sean hannity calls him the super patriot and he's captain ethics joe then why not just reinstate your security clearance and look at your decision making and justify it why not because ladies and gentlemen you all know the answer because comey's a sleaze and he knows what he did was wrong and he's doing what he always does Ducks and run for, runs for cover because he's a total coward. A coward. Right. A coward. Yes, I called you that, Jim. He's blocked me on Twitter, so he won't say that. He did. I'm not kidding. You blocked me. Hey, Jim, really, Jim and I don't get along. No. Now, showing you how bad. <laughs> yes, shocker. This is all God. John Solomon has a piece up. Again, show notes today, really worth your time. Shockingly, folks, well, probably not to you. There's been no discipline for the people involved in this at all. John Solomon, Scott Free, FBI declares it has no records of discipline against lawyers in the Russia FISA case. Oh, jeez. You wonder why I lose faith in this sometimes? I am, all I can tell you is I am praying. I'm not kidding. For the sake of the constitutional republic, that Bill Barr and Durham are really going to bring justice to these people because what's happened so far is an utter disgrace. There's been no discipline for the lawyers who signed off on FISA warrants containing 17 lies, omissions, and based on a dossier they knew was false that they said didn't start the investigation, but they're clearly lying about because it did, because they knew about it in July when they said they heard about it in September. No, we started it because of Downer. You did? Really? Then why'd you get the information in July about the dossier and say you got it in September? Uh, I don't know. Golly. Idiots. Well, Again, big election in the UK last night. I'm just briefly, I know it's an important story, but there's so much going on here. Uh, Boris Johnson won. Uh, just a quick note on that. It's a story up in the Washington Hour, be in the show notes today as well. They won a ton of seats in Parliament. Ladies and gentlemen, I think a clear data point takeaway from the election victory last night, uh, last night is that, listen, uh, this has been a total rejection of globalism. The global bl- bureaucracy, ladies and gentlemen, has failed. 
that I think has indicated and pointed to the election of Donald Trump. It has also uh, led to the election of Boris Johnson. People are fed up. They're entirely fed up with the global bureaucracy. These bureaucrats are complete idiots. And this entire FBI spygate story, I think, just reaffirms what's happening all over the globe where people are tiring of this. Why do I say the Johnson election? And I'm not trying to get too deep into UK politics. Was about that because what did Johnson run on, Joe? He ran on Brexit, mm -hmm. getting the hell away from the European Union. People right. are fed up with the European Union and global bureaucracies. It's as simple as that. Make America great again was Trump's logo. Was it make the European Union great again? And Boris Johnson ran on the same general tenor. And that's how we won. All right. A lot more to get to. Impeachment. Big news. Just passed it out of committee before 2317 vote. The fake hoax impeachment. Folks, this is blowing up in their face. Look at this piece by Paul Bedard in the Washington Examiner. 52% of Americans say don't impeach Trump after the hearings. So they present their case one-sided because the Democrats run the House. You would think they'd move the numbers on impeachment. Yeah, we got to get rid of this guy. We heard Adam Schiff and Jerry Nadler's best case. Yeah, they moved the numbers in the wrong direction. A pretty strong majority of Americans now say don't impeach. This is working out well. And why are they not interested in impeaching uh, President Trump? Probably because the economy is doing great and he's doing a great job. But other than that, the committee's being led by complete buffoons. One of them who thought the island of Guam was going to sink um, under pressure. Yeah. Remember him, Representative yeah. Hank Johnson? <laughs> well, if we put the ships on, is the island going to sink? That was a real YouTube video. You can look at it yourself. I don't have time for it today. But here's a video of uh, Hank Johnson. Guam is going to sink Hank Johnson, Democrat, who is really upset that President Trump, in his meeting with the Ukrainian uh, uh, President Zelensky, uh, that President Trump is too tall and had a bigger chair. Folks, I'm not messing with you. Hank Johnson brought this up in an impeachment. He's really upset that President Trump's chair was bigger. Watch this complete idiocy. Check this out. My colleague from Georgia talks about how Democrats uh, are trying to make President Zelensky look weak. Well, I tell you, that brings to mind the picture of President Trump and President Zelensky meeting in New York in September uh, at the UN. And a big chair for President Trump, little chair for President Zelensky, big six foot four President Trump. Five foot 11, Mr. Zelensky, President Zelensky. Don Too Tall Trump. <laughs> Folks, this is really happening. What this is not fool. a joke. Again, like the Guardian oh, story about God. new collusion. And God. this is none of this is a joke. No. This is really happening. Hank Johnson, concerned about Guam sinking, is also apparently concerned about Zelensky sinking in his chair in a meeting with Donald Trump because Trump is too tall for him. This is real. This really happened. Now you wonder why, as the Daily Mail points out in another piece you'll see in the show notes, the Democrats are now concerned about mass defections on their side and the impeachment vote when it gets, remember, it just was voted out of committee today. Still got to go to the full House floor where they need a simple majority. Daily Mail. Democrats admit they expect more defections from vulnerable House Democrats who will vote against impeaching Donald Trump. Folks, this will be the first impeachment in American history. It's bipartisan. Bipartisan? It is? Yes. Against the impeachment. The only They will get no Republicans. Zero. And as I predicted on Fox and Friends in my studio hit yesterday on the show, I'm trying to get away from political predictions, but I'm reasonably comfortable telling you they had two defections on the initial motion to proceed with impeachment. Two Democrats who said no. No Republicans agreed to do it. Bipartisan against moving against uh, on impeachment. The actual impeachment floor vote, I'm predicting between five, maybe 10, possibly more defections on the Democrat side, but no Republicans. Ladies and gentlemen, this will be a tragic face plant for the Democrats in the face of history. This will be a colossal embarrassment. That's why 52%, this is the good news. This impeachment is like a fundraising effort for the Donald Trump 2020 re-election campaign. All right. My final story of the day is just funny. Yeah, really good. If you want to, folks, again, I, please, if you want to watch a video of the show, and I know a lot of people are, they like listening to us on audio in their car. That's great. It will always be a podcast first. Uh, but the video, we put a lot of work into it. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're trying to get to 400,000 subscribers, youtube.com 
slash Bongino, youtube.com slash Bongino. Please subscribe. It's all free. You can watch a video of me and Paula and Joe. We work our magic over here. But this video audio is worth your time. Um, again, just when you think you've seen the dumbest AOC video, um, here's AOC talking about a parental leave policy where she compares. It's not a joke. Again, this is not the onion. This, the title of today's show should be not the onion, the guardian, the Hank Johnson in this club. This is AOC comparing the family leave policies for human beings with her suggested family leave policies for dogs, um, canines. Dog, uh, yeah. You're like, come on, dude, this is stupid. No, 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 this, this is not doctored. Hat tip Heritage Foundation for this video, by the way, Romina Boccia. AOC concerned about family leave policies for dogs that just had puppies. Check this out. Okay. Do you believe employers should offer health care to every employee that, that they have? I think that as part of a benefits package, they should determine what is the best way and what do the workers okay, want. Okay, so no, you don't believe it should be uniformly offered. Um, as, I think it should be what right. workers want and what employers Okay, so the answer is no. Um, so, and similarly, your, your view on parental leave is to let the market decide. Um, do we know how long puppies are allowed to stay with their mothers after a dog has given birth? I don't. Uh, eight weeks. Wow. So the market has decided <laughs> that women and people who give birth deserve less time with their children than a dog. And I think that that, at its core, has shown that the market has failed to treat people with dignity and with basic respect. And so when that happens, I think it's our job as the public to redefine the rules of society and to, and to treat people who give birth with the dignity that they deserve. Thank you very much. <sighs> uh, what? What? What just happened? Did I just, folks, listen to me. That was not, Joe, you did not mess with that, right? That's oh, real? Yeah, it's Just real. to be clear, because you know the Washington Post, Joe, democracy dies in the darkness. They think everything's, uh, you did not doctor that, right? No, no. That's a full thought? Oh, well, folks, kinda. AOC <laughs> is, that's a real, she's concerned about, uh, one, I didn't know there was an eight-week puppy, mama, dog, family leave, po I'd never heard of that policy. Um, I'm sure, is that a, is that official policy? Like, is that a, is that a, is that a global eight-week doggy leave policy? I mean, do they get a check? Is it a direct deposit, like an ACH kind of thing? I mean, how does the dog spend the money? Is it a credit card, like a, a SNAP benefits card? Like, how does he get the family there? Does she get the family leave mama doggy? I mean, it, what's the penalty? If the puppy's taken away in violation of the eight-week family leave doggy policy AOC seems to be well-informed about, what happens? Is there jail time for the doggy police? Do you go to doggy jail? Does the ASPCA come lock you up? I mean, what happens? Is there a fine for the doggy mama, the doggy dad? Because, you know, I know people, a lot of people who took puppies after two or three weeks. Is the FBI opening a Spygate investigation now? Is, is Fusion GPS coming in alleging doggy Russian collusion? I mean, what happens? Is, who's going to get involved here? Is it the DEA or another federal agent? Who has oversight over the doggy leave AOC policy exactly? Because I've never heard this policy. The eight-week doggy family leave policy. I mean, is it a contract? Do they put their paw down? Like, Stan, put your paw here. Do they like you snip their claws so they can put a little thing between their bed and they go, sign an X, doggy. They, do they sign their dog name? Is it the dog last name? Like, if you have a dog like we have, like Baby, is it Baby Bongino? I mean, what the hell just happened? That's a real thing. This is your new scion of the Democrat Party. This is your savior, Captain Eight Weeks of Doggy Leave, the same one who took a victory lap for booting 25,000 jobs out of New York City and then took a victory lap when 1,000 came in. 1,000, 25,000. Nice job. You Democrats really pick winners there. Well done. Oh, my gosh. All right, folks. <laughs> I appreciate you tuning in. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Bongino, and pick up my new book, Exonerated for the Holidays. Find out about this collusion hoax being tried before. It's going to give you a lot of ammunition to argue against your friends that these swamp people have tried this before. This is nothing new. It's all a hoax, folks. Thanks again. I'll see you all on Monday. And by the way, 
Special interview coming later today. We have Candace Owens scheduled. We're hoping to launch it this weekend. So keep your eye out for an interview with uh, Candace Owens. You're going to love it. And I've got a monster special guest to announce next week. I promise you're going to love. It's going to be really, really good. Good day, sir. You just heard the Dan Bongino Show. You can also get Dan's podcasts on iTunes or SoundCloud. And follow Dan on Twitter 24-7 at DBongino. Hi there. Sorry for the interruption, but are you enjoying this show on Google Podcasts? You should know that the Google Podcasts app is going away this spring. That's right, going away, gone, as in no longer available. You can still enjoy this show elsewhere, though. Try out Spotify or Amazon Music, or maybe TuneIn is more your style. Whatever app you switch to, be sure to follow so you never miss the next episode. And thanks for listening wherever you listen.